Welcome back to episode 15 of the Computomics podcast. This week's topic will focus around food waste. Computomics is always seeking ways of contributing to a more sustainable future with our technology. And in this case, we have implemented our crop score automated camera systems with breeding assistance from the Max Planck Institute for Developmental Biology and interpretation from Kalugo, a company focused on artificial intelligence for industry and research, also based out of Tübingen. This initiative is actually funded by the state of Baden-Württemberg in Germany, and I am really looking forward to this discussion with Johannes and Oliver. I hope you enjoy the show. So Johannes and Oliver, welcome to the episode. It's great to have you. Johannes, you are from Kalugo. Maybe you can introduce yourself and your company, and then Oliver, you can introduce the Max Planck Institute. Hi, my name is Johannes. I'm by training a physicist who went into uh, neuroscience and uh, artificial intelligence application and statistics. And uh, we found a company uh, about one and a half years back here in Tübingen called Kolugo. And our aim is to bring uh, the cutting edge technology from the research into artificial intelligence to practical application, mainly in the fields of industry and medtech. Awesome. Um, so, hi, my name is Oliver and I'm a postdoctoral researcher at the Max Planck Institute here in Tübingen. Um, more specifically, the Max Planck Institute for Developmental Biology. And for this project, um, we'll be using uh, our own and Computomics crop score technology to provide high quality images uh, that feed into this project and will be analyzed by artificial intelligence technology later by Colugo. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, bringing together a very different, um, very different industries. But I guess that was probably the point of, um, of the of funding the collaboration. So Johannes, maybe can you tell us exactly how you envision AI making strides in food waste and food science and specifically in this project? So the fascinating thing that we can do with uh, the current AI technology uh, that uh, became very popular, deep learning, maybe most of you have already heard it, is the following. We can train these systems to understand patterns that are found in the data automatically. So these are self-learning systems that without us teaching them um, to look for specific features, for instance in photos of plants, they can automatically derive what is really important and what is not important. And uh, this is, opens a lot of new avenues uh, for us to, to understand a little bit better images that we take from plants. Yeah? So for instance, we can, uh, the, the long arching goal of that project is to really look just at this, at this plant data and have an AI system that then automatically understands um, whether this crop that we have been growing is going to be durable or not durable. And uh, no one knows what makes this plant really durable or not durable in, its, in, the, in the pictures. No one knows that, but uh, given enough data, uh, we can learn that automatically. And that is, is a quite fascinating avenue that uh, has been open, that has been becoming increasingly popular over the last uh, five, six years. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, maybe Oliver can give us a quick background of 
why food durability or food waste is even important and what is exactly the issue that we are trying to sort of battle here with these images and with these calculations and um, yeah. Yeah, sure. So um, like on, on a global scale, um, it's, it's estimated that approximately a third of all um, food is basically thrown away. And um, some of that food, you know, is thrown away by the consumer, but a lot of it doesn't even reach the consumer. So um, the, the goal of this project is to breed more um, durable or, well, I should say, inc basically increase the shelf life of uh, food in general. And more specifically, um, this, is, this is important for fruits and vegetables because their shelf life you know, is very limited. So um, plant breeders have been investing a lot of time and effort into growing um, more durable um, fruit and vegetable varieties. So this is not just from a sustainability point of view important, but also, of course, from a um, financial perspective, because, you know, waste is, uh, is bad. And uh, so this is kind of the angle that this uh, project is aiming at. So how does it, what is the usual flow of fruits or vegetables and how are they usually tested or analyzed for whether or not they're, they have a shelf life that is acceptable to go to market or whether or not, so what is the usual workflow to determine those kind of characteristics? So there's, um, <clears throat> there's test setups that basically try to mimic, um, like, um, how food, uh, fruit and vegetables are treated in the supply chain. So for example, um, the packing is mimicked, the transportation in lorries is mimicked, um, like intermediate storage in warehouses, and then also the, um, the uh, like display in the shops themselves. So there are standardized procedures for this and um, how what people usually do is at the start of this uh, test shelf life test um, the uh, fruits or vegetables or maybe even plants um, features will be assessed by hand so there's different um, ways of classifying how um, yeah like the properties of plants so like um, and then this is also repeated at the end of this experiment to test how the um, shelf life or how the uh, display on the shelf and all the transport has affected the quality of food. Mm -hmm. And what's important is that this is a very laborious um, work, really. So it's, it's manual um, and um, it's also it also may not be because it's manual, it may not be very reproducible. Mm -hmm. And so the project aims to cut down on the, I guess, on the resource use and also increase the, uh, the aspects which are more automated and reproducible. So, Johannes, is that where Kalugo steps in with the recognition, image recognition? Precisely. So what Oli already explained, um, you have like a lot of features that you otherwise measure manu manually. And the idea is to do exactly this, uh, but using computer vision technology and deep learning. Uh, yeah. And, and how do you get it to match what the person would have um, assessed anyway? So how would you get the computer to 
measure the same criteria as what the person would have measured based on what they value versus what the computer would value. So that's exactly where uh, deep learning comes in. The way it works is that on the one side we have images and on the other side we have uh, labels for these images. Let us, for instance, say how much leaf material there is or what is the general state of the plant uh, based on a review that was made manually. So we have a big set of uh, these labeled images, basically. Yeah? Mm -hmm. And now we have a self-learning system, a neural net, that looks at the images and tries to predict these uh, labels that we manually have set. So how do you have to tweak this neural network? How does it have to respond to the images, basically? So it can deliver the output uh, that we uh, already know is true because we have manually labeled this. And the hope is there that we then can catch automatically uh, patterns that matter in the data. So what kind of uh, things in the data, uh, features, are really important uh, for this uh, review, ultimately. So essentially, patterns that even a person may not have known that they were looking for all along, uh, the technology can pick up and get you to the same point, but via its own uh, decision-making sort of algorithms. Did I get it right? Yeah, in principle, yes. It doesn't necessarily have to be different features than what people would uh, be looking for. Um, but it can be features that uh, maybe we weren't aware of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that maybe some leaf is a little bit wrinkly or there's some certain pattern at the edge of the leaf that tells, oh yeah, this uh, maybe is actually of a lesser quality uh, than what you, you would expect. But this kind of uh, methodology has been uh, extremely successful uh, in image recognition and has basically revolutionized it. But what do you think has prevented industry from taking this up? Why have they been using trucks and uh, people versus this kind of technology up till now? What has been the sort of gate that has been holding this away from them? From my perspective, that's exactly what, what we're aiming uh, here in the project. Actually, this is really two different worlds, if you look at it. It's, uh, uh, from, from, a, from a computer vision perspective, there are certain, certain uh, mandatory things that you really have to uh, take into account, that you really have to take care of. And to close this gap is, is at the heart of the project, and that's where we, uh, at the moment, spend most of the time. Just to give you an example, uh, before we were talking about that we have pairs of uh, images and uh, the labels. Now, how are these pairs formed? And there's really a different understanding here from a traditional perspective from uh, plant growers. Uh, you have this pair when you have an image and you have uh, somewhere like, let's say, a handwritten document uh, mm -hmm. stating, and that's basically the way that this works, like this, this, this uh, the people who make these evaluations, they just handwrite it on uh, a piece of paper, and then that that's forms a pair in their perspective, from the perspective of computer science. Uh, this has to be in a machine-readable format, so it can be processed in, in uh, many, many thousand instances. So it's really two worlds that are, that are, that are here, uh, that are still separated from each other, and the goal of this project is to, to make, to pave the way that uh, this, this technology is actually uh, possible to be used. And the other big factor, of course, is uh, the factor of time. All of these technologies are reasonably new. And uh, to, to be able to use uh, these kind of technologies 
on a relatively small data set in the range of thousands. Um, this is, this, is, this is something that uh, will be even, is even as new as that we have to still uh, um, yeah, develop it. Mm -hmm. Got it. And so what would be the goal for, so that's the goal from the AI perspective and the image perspective. Oliver, maybe you can tell us the goal from the, um, from the plant breeding and genetics perspective in terms of food waste and the direction that the MPI is taking with identifying uh, traits. So yeah, at the Max Planck Institute, we are looking at uh, genotyping um, all the samples that we're looking at in this uh, project. And so that we can correlate the genotypes with shelf life. And this is going to be uh, really important because then we can um, figure out what makes, uh, what genetic features actually do contribute to increased shelf life. So we can then pass this uh, knowledge onto breeders so they can actually start breeding um, fruits and vegetables that are more suitable for, um, yeah, for this increased for shelf situations. life. And which kinds, yeah. of, uh, which kinds of fruits and vegetables would you be targeting in the project? And then in general, um, what are the kinds of fruits and vegetables that really face this kind of challenge? Or Yeah, so in this project, we are targeting... Uh, uh, paprika, basically, uh, mm -hmm. bell peppers, mm -hmm. and um, in uh, we're also targeting an ornamental plant, so two completely different uh, things. But mm -hmm. um, uh, the I think the the important thing is that um, the mechanisms and the genes that we identify here they will probably be uh, relevant to a whole uh, wider range of of um, fruits and vegetables as well. Interesting. Yeah. So it's essentially targeting food waste from computational perspective, but computational perspective splits at image recognition for food waste and then genetic recognition or let's say uh, gene-based recognition for the genes responsible for food waste. And from those two perspectives, the idea is to then tackle this problem from sort of computation of images and bio biology. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, and how do you, I'm just curious, uh, one last question from both of you, Johannes and then Oliver. How do you guys see this technology uh, being expanded and used in other ways or making a difference in other interesting um, perspectives? Because I guess as when you founded Kalugo, you weren't thinking that you were going to be targeting food waste, but it's a great way to sort of solve some of our societal challenges. Can you kind of imagine way, where this would go next? I mean, the long, long-standing vision here is to radically shorten the, the cycle in breeding. So you can do a lot of breeding basically in silico, in the computer. So you have a powerful, uh, possibly creative computer model that allows you to breed very, very precisely um, without maybe even having to, to, to plant, uh, to carry out this breeding in, in the real world. Uh, radically shortening therefore the cycle. So you basically have very good guesses and estimates what, what will work and what won't work. So that, that would be the overall idea. Awesome. Um, I know that's definitely something Computomics believes in too, so that's great. And what do you think, uh, Oliver, where do you think the Max Planck is going with the sort of long-term uh, goal? Well, I think, um, well, it's difficult to say, but uh, I think 
Um, reliable data is, is very important. So um, getting reproducible data that you can then feed into uh, technologies such as machine learning, but um, that only works when your data is good. So mm -hmm. um, making being able to um, produce reliable data and making making that accessible as well, because the, the data generation needs to be affordable for people to make uh, more use of it. That's true. That's true. And Johannes, how would you uh, want people to contact you and who would you want to contact you? What kind of collaborations or partnerships or clients are you looking for? Well, we're always interested in uh, collaborating on, on big projects uh, with a clear vision uh, that, that fits, fits our vision. And our vision is that uh, artificial intelligence is a, te is a technology that's very powerful and has a lot of transformative uh, character. So we are always open to uh, new opportunities and new possibilities, uh, particularly in the sectors of uh, industry and medtech. Awesome. And Oliver, what kind of collaborations is Max Planck um, interested in? Yeah, so um, mainly Max Planck is uh, being an academic institution is uh, is working on, uh, you know, uh, collaborations with other um, with other academic uh, institutes, but uh, we're also interested in uh, collaborating with industry because um, what is um, what what we found in the past is that a lot of uh, companies have very specific scientific questions uh, that they would like to answer to then improve their products. So, and I think there is a, a lot to be gained by you know fostering more collaborations between industry and academic institutes in general, um, not just from the from the company's perspective, but also um, for the academics, because they can see how how their research is put into into use. And uh, I think that's, that's a very good and mutual um, thing. Yeah, I agree. I really respect um, the state, the German state for funding these kinds of projects. I think they really bring together very synergistic players who maybe would have had a hard time finding each other otherwise. So I think that's fantastic. We are really excited for this project. It will run about one year and maybe we can get another catch up call towards the end and see how everything came together. We'll be looking forward for that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, thank you everyone for listening to that episode on food waste with Coligo and the Max Planck Institute. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you to some of our listeners for reaching out and getting in touch. We really appreciate getting feedback. We really love the fact that people are listening, that people are enjoying themselves, maybe learning something and we always want to hear from you. So leave a rating or review or send us an email info at computomics.com and until next time.